0: hi I'm Adrian I don't know if I said that at the start Give um, me if I'm repeating myself uh, it's nice to see some new faces uh, some familiar faces but we're not seen for a long time in the flesh that's great uh, we are gathering we are inching our way forwards so next week we will be meeting here at the same time next week will be the last week where you need to check in online okay um, from September onwards, uh, just turn up. Uh, the numbers are about the same each week, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we keep singing with masks on. Certainly next week. Quite what happens September, I'm not sure. We want to follow sort of what the sensible guidance is, so that we can keep it safe. Um, but we're just finding our way forwards. The Sunday of the bank holiday, we're not meeting here. We've got a picnic at Wixtie Park. Uh, ask uh, around if you want whereabouts pretty much it'd be on the main slope as you drop down towards the railway um if you know it um that's the little steam railway rather than east midlands um but this is a bit further along um, but yeah so that's what we're doing the fortnight today going will be hot and sunny august bank holiday we always know what that's going to be like don't we <laughs> So we've been going through uh, the starts of the epistles, which are Paul's letters. Uh, He's written to to various churches. And so today we're going to look at the Thessalonians one. So let me tell you just a bit about Thessalonians uh, or Thessalonica. Uh, It's in Greece. I imagine it's pretty hot there at the minute and uh, it's not burning. Um, But Thessalonica, so Paul was in Turkey and he felt called to travel to many nations. And there's a little verse in, in the book of Acts where it says Paul tried to get into one place and he was prevented by the Holy Spirit. He haven't got a clue who, what that means. Uh, he was prevented and he tried another place and the door wasn't open to him. You think, what does that mean? Um, but then he has a dream in the night and the a person in the dream says, come over here in the dream. God speaks to us in dreams. Uh, and he did to Paul. And they come over him. and it called him towards Greece. So on the way to Greece, uh, Paul went through uh, Thessalonica. When he got there, so Paul was a, a, a devout Jew but became a Christian. He had an encounter with Jesus Christ in, the, in his face, uh, literally, and uh, changed his life. But Paul's enemies, the Jews, now were really upset. So wherever Paul went, he was followed around by a posse of Jews who were like calling out threats to Paul because he's like upsetting everybody, he's talking about Jesus Christ the son of God, that's blasphemy so uh, Philippi, one place uh, Paul is imprisoned with his friend Silas and they sing you can read about that in Acts 16 and 17 They, uh, Acts 16 they sing uh, but God breaks open the jail then in Acts 17 they come to Thessalonica and Paul starts to preach and uh, he's, as he's preaching again the Jews stir up um, trouble say this guy's blasphemous uh, you know don't listen to him but a whole number of people started to follow Jesus but because of the stirring up Paul didn't stay very long we're not quite sure how long and uh, he, he legged it out the city fearing for his life uh, but uh, he sends a message back later to them thinking you know, what's happened how's it all going has it all gone pear-shaped have you survived Has the church collapsed what's going on but it was really good news and you can read that in Thessalonians, which in the autumn, we're gonna be going through the book of Thessalonians. But here's a little bit of heads up. Let me read to you from 1 Thessalonians chapter one and two. So this is Paul, Silas and Timothy. They start their letter with who it's from, not um, who it's to. Paul, Silas and Timothy. To the letter, to the church of the Thessalonians and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. To the church of the Thessalonians and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. Now I wonder what would you preach if you had those verses? So as I chewed over them and uh, ask Holy Spirit, what, what do you want to highlight? The thing that came to me It's basically it's written by three people it's written to a church of people and he's praying for the people so often we read the new testament and so we read the verse like in ephesians be filled with the holy spirit i must be filled with the holy spirit Paul's writing to a church so this letter the thessalonian church we always thank god for all of you continually mention you in our prayers so we say, okay, I need to pray. Maybe we do, but Paul is writing to the church, we pray for all of you and continually mention all of you in our prayers. So in other words, this whole passage is, is about plurality. It's about partnership and uh, it's about connection. And that's been the thing we've missed, isn't it? That's been the thing we've missed in these last months. God wants to break into our worldview because everything that we're taught in school, our culture, our TV, is all about the individual. In the West, that's how it is. Much of the world, though, is not that way. For much of the world, outside of Western Europe, it's family, it's corporate. So it's the village mentality. But we, we somehow lost it Okay, if it feels good to me, this is what our society says, if it feels good to me and it's right for me, you know, who are you to stop me? because this is what I want to do. So it's all about me. Whereas greater um, parts of the world would just be thinking, okay, how does it affect us? What about honor for our family? You we think, well, they can do what they like, can't we? Some cultures, it's, it's honor for our family is the importance. It's not about what I can do, it's about what brings honor. A very different way of thinking. But this Bible culture, uh, this community culture is the Bible, it's the culture of the New Testament. It's a culture of connection. Everything we do as a church has connection and meaning for other people. So, and it's important, and it's important because our message is a message of one God, but one God who is community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit live in community. He's poured out a revelation of himself in the church the community so we're not going to have a, a, a preach on the trinity that's uh, far cleverer people than me have tried to how can got to be one god three persons all at the same time there's not one and then there's another that's for another time but god is essentially among us revealing himself as father son and holy spirit man has been made in his image you and I have been made in his image we've been made in the image of God whose community somehow then to start living as an individual is is to break the mold that God has called God has called us a people a family that's why throughout old testament and new God is always talking about a people that's why the revelation of Jesus Christ, he says, you are my body. The church is a body. That's why it's a, a celebration of, uh, of, of family, the church, because one person on their own is not going to be able to reveal the breadth of God. But God says, okay, I'll do it through people. And Ephesians says, through all time, the grace of God in the church is going to be... Um, what the angels say wow how how is that so what we are we're the community of god and that's why paul is writing as a community to a community does that make sense i had some thoughts on the holiday and uh so <laughs> and uh, i've just so first of all let's get straight to it says so paul silas and timothy we know who paul is paul the apostle do you know who silas is so silas is a prophet Talks about him in Acts 15. He's one of a couple of prophets um, who travel around. So there's Paul, Apostle, Silas, Prophet, Timothy. So you know Timothy. He writes some of the books. They come up after Thessalonians. Timothy's a pastor in Ephesus, the really large church. So here's three people writing a letter to the Thessalonians. So maybe you always thought Paul shut himself in the study and everyone gets out, turn the music off, guys. I'm writing a letter to the Thessalonians. Maybe you think when Paul writes a letter, he's you know, he's he's put himself in the shed or, or whatever he's writing. That's because our Western world we we just think people write letters on their own. No, this says Paul, Silas, and Timothy. So they're sitting there. We would imagine talking, bouncing ideas around. Say, Silas, what do you see? What's what's God showing you? You're the prophet, pastor Timothy. What are you seeing? Remember when we went to the Thessalonian church? What should we write to them? And they're talking about it, they're praying about it and, and outflows, outflows the story. So first of all, God puts us, you and I, in team. No one of us have got it. That's a really good thing because our, the diversity of God is such that we need each other. He puts us in family, he puts us in team. Paul, Silas and Timothy, it's great that God gives different gifts. In this church we celebrate diversity of gifts. You celebrate, hey, there's more people than just Adrian. That's, that's the thing to celebrate. There's other sorts of gifts. We're, may we see many, many more gifts released across the church in all creativity and diversity. Whatever gift you have, sometimes you think, well, my gift isn't like them, so we devalue our gift. What about flipping it the other way around? God's brought us here because they need my gift. need my gift so we want to encourage your gift your gift doesn't just be about Sunday mornings hey there's a church to express the the diversity of God to our town what about a gift in your community what what is we're a bit different from people in our street maybe that's why God has put you there to reveal some diversity and creativity so there's an apostle prophet and pastor we still believe uh, from the uh, passage in Ephesians, God has, uh, the, the risen Christ has released apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor. There's still gifts uh, in the church, still in operation. Different strengths, different ways of seeing, different ways of speaking, different ways of communicating. And the thing about diversity, it, it creates health. Look, Just look at our bodies, look at us as individuals, but look at your own body. There's quite a lot of diversity. There's some bits that we see, we can see ourselves every day in the mirror, um, whatever. Okay, there's some bits we've never seen, but actually they, they all work together for the good. Some of the bits you've never seen, when they don't work, actually affects the bits you do see. so say, oh, you don't look too well, actually just like there's something inside not, not quite right. God has put the diversity in our body to bring strength every muscle that we've got has another muscle to pull it back the fact that I can stand or you can sit is because you've got different muscles pulling opposite ways in diversity but they together they help you balance like elastic balance God says I put that in the church because I'm that now the father the son the spirit three of them who speak to us they're not in competition you know they're working and they're drawing on each other's strengths, and I you know, said, so, "Okay, Jesus, over to you." And you know, there was the revelation of Christ. Jesus said, "I'm going to the Father. It's better I do that, so that the Spirit is poured out." Oh, there's just this wonderful teamwork, friends. We love diversity in Open Door, and may we see much more. Well, it's not just about colour or style or gift. It's, it's about who we are. Who will be released in this this month? Maybe have a bit of time to reflect. God, what what gifts have you given me? Let's release who we are. Feel, to feel to, to the church, to, to fill the, the world. So, what else? Sir? To the church of the Thessalonians. Okay, the church. The church means called out ones. To the to the gathered people who are following Christ in Thessalonica. For church. Church is itself. It's not a thing that I go to or I do. Church is us. And again, in our West, we think I go to church or I don't feel like going to church today or or whatever. So we just see it through an individual. For God, for Christ, you are the body. means if I'm not here, there's like, I only have a thumb today. When we're when we're missing, there's bits missing in the body, isn't there? okay that, that's what happens. Okay, if, if we're a body and something's missing, there's a there's like a hole. Oh, where's the elbow gone, friends? We, we, we need the work of God in our heads and our hearts, because otherwise we live a life of, well, what suits me, and we don't ever think, but how does it affect others? Ah. Oh. Oh, help us, help us. So to the church of the Thessalonians, called out people, people who are not just in the same place, to the club, to the club of the Thessalonians, to those that meet at 10.30 or 6.30, whenever they meet, to the church. Who's the church? The called out ones of God, the ones that Christ has gone seeking and gathered to himself. To those who are following him, church of the Thessalonians. Again people think oh I can watch God on the internet I can meet him when and you know, I fit it around when I have a busy life. No, Paul's writing to the church of the Thessalonians He's writing to the open door church. he's writing to the church the gathered people and that, that's who we are church is community and we serve the kingdom of heaven, the king of heaven together in our diversity. And that way, Jesus Christ is revealed and glorious. So you have, I'm I'm sure you've heard, people say, I love Jesus, but I don't get on with the church. Yeah, yeah, you've heard that. Maybe you've thought that, uh, the the church is a challenge, isn't it? Because as soon as you have more than one person in there, somebody does something different in you. And and our way was always the right way, (laughs) or whatever, isn't it? This is what Paul says about, church in the context of marriage it says husbands love your wives just as christ loved the church christ loved the church okay and he gave himself up for her okay so when i say i love jesus but don't like the church jesus says i loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, to present her to himself as a radiant church. Oh Lord, would I have the same attitude to the church that you do? Now, it was years ago, I, I heard uh, a, a Welshman speaking, who's died now, but just a guy called Bryn Jones, who began to speak of a message of the church, um, something that's not called the restoration message, who began to speak of a church in the in a way that I had never seen or understood. So I had been brought up um, in a sense of, of of bus stop church. So like the church was going to hang on to the very end, and Jesus would come back and rescue us just in the nick of time. So it's like bus stop mentality. And I said, Jesus, you know, help! You know, will we get through? So it was a it was quite um, it wasn't particularly faith filled. In the sense, yeah, we can live with boldness and confidence. was good Jesus, you know, Christians are hanging on, they're under pressure. They're not, um, but then as this guy spoke, he spoke of the God's purpose through the church and began to see through Ephesians that actually, God says, that the wisdom of God, the multicolored wisdom of God, grace of God can be made known through the church, And began to read verses like, Jesus Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Uh, God has got a much bigger plan and, and an idea of church than I have than we have so Lord fill us like Paul says to the church of the Thessalonians why because we're in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ that gives us great confidence friends it's not just you and I who are in God the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ we can imagine Right now angels gazing on at us. You can imagine okay, we're we're in the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now is open to our church. That gives Dave and I great confidence in this season we think, where how, how are things how are things unfolding? Where are we going? What can we plan for? See, we're in God. It's like we're in his heart, in his womb. We're carried in God. Friends, that that's the gives us great confidence God is the nurturer Christ feeds the church so we can have okay it doesn't depend on us that's a good thing it doesn't depend on any of us actually we're in him but Lord because we're in you I want to live my life nourished I want to live not just I receive I receive but, but I want to live in healthy connection with that fact that you're over us and around us because it says grace and peace to you grace and peace comes with God the father loved by Jesus Christ filled with his holy spirit and he says we always thank God for all of you we always thank God for all of you I don't know how many people there were in the church but we thank God for all of you a sense of love and community and fellowship. Why? Because who else would say these same words? Imagine who we wrote one Thessalonians. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My church of the Thessalonians. In us the Father, the Son, the Spirit. We always thank God for all of you we mention you in our prayers Jesus Christ comes to see Jesus is praying for us, the Father is loving us, the Spirit is being poured out on us isn't that wonderful just a few verses from Thessalonians to nourish us to strengthen us I'm going to pray and then we'll finish Heart of God, reflected in the heart of Paul, Silas, so and Timothy, praying for them. Jesus, thank you that you are praying for us. Lord, you're making intercession for us, standing before the Father. Lord, you cry you cry out to the Father for us. I, we pray. I pray right now for any of us. Oh God, that feel sense of isolation or separateness that we know that jesus christ owns us in his heart Lord, the called out ones the church of the Thessalonians or oh, that's the church of open door church of jesus christ but we're in god Lord, this isn't something we just come along to although we do it's not something where we share some thoughts together although we do lord it's we're in you it's a spiritual so come Father come and nourish us come Jesus, come and feed us and wash us Lord and I pray for each of us Lord as we work out what does it mean to be connected in a New Testament in a relational community context Lord that you help us in that Oh Father, some of us will find that easy. Some of it's such a challenge. Lord, help us to build community that glorifies you, that welcomes you, that honours you in our diversity. Oh God, it's not one size fits all, but Lord, there's, there's a place for everyone at your table. Lord, and we live our lives like that too. Oh God, come on us, I pray. Holy Spirit, Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we live in that relationship of life from you to us. Lord, our hearts pour out back to you. Come, Lord Jesus, we knew that. Lord, we live in community with you. Come, Lord Jesus. See God come among us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus said this. Here I am, I stand at your door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and I'll eat with him or her and they with me. Do you want to respond to your knocking? ones, as family, as a church, and when we hear you knocking, we say, come in, Lord, we open the door, or we're the church at the Open Door, and we say, come in, come in, Lord, Lord, and you'll have fellowship, you'll have community with you, 아 okay.